Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Borough Market Podcast where we stroll around London's oldest food market each week to chat to the traders and producers to find the stories behind the stalls. This week we meet Paul Day at Sussex Fish, who brings his catch to Borough Market straight off the inshore boats at New Haven on the Sussex coast. I asked him what time he gets up in the morning. My day starts at one o'clock in the morning. Generally get down the harbour for about quarter to two. Generally the boats are coming in that sort of time of day because they've been out early hours from the, from the day before. So it's quite handy time to get down the harbour, get the fish you need, or see what they've, they've got on the boats. I live in Seaford, which is three miles from the harbour, which is perfect. You can actually see the harbour entrance from our front window, so it's quite handy. So that's either a very long day, or you start early and finish early? No, no. You, well, the market shuts here at five on a Thursday, so I go back tonight. It can be anything up to nine o'clock you're getting back, so you're doing generally 18 19 hours a day sometimes. How many of, times a week? Well, with, with Burroughs, only three days. I do Thursday, Friday, Saturday doing that. But obviously I've got a shop as well down in Seaford, so you have to make sure. I go to the shop first, make sure that's all covered, orders are covered, there's enough fish in there. Then I get you know, I think a bit, get my barrow red on and start thinking about the borough market and what we need. Is it not easier just to work out of your fish shop? When I had the opportunity to, to come to borough market, I thought I've got to do it. And I've got to be honest, I love the market, so... It sounds long, but you're spending five, five, six hours of that. You're sitting in the van. You know yeah. what I mean? I know. And, and why Borough Market, though? I mean, when you had your eye on the prize, what was that prize to you? What did it mean to you? Uh, it's the platform. You got you know, Borough Market is a good platform. And I've been very fortunate. I've won this uh, the um, Slow Food Award two years running. It's a good pat on the back. And with the shop and all that, this is any independent trader would tell you. It's just you. You don't get a lot of reward for what you do. You just get up, you get on with it, and you're just driven by by what you do. But Borough Market is a good platform. You get a lot of respect. And yeah. So let's break that down. Why do you think you want it? I've got a lot of good customers here that that, that they're very passionate about their food. I mean, they're very that they're very um, keen. I mean, they come back regularly. I mean, they're the ones that are voting. So it's a good pat on the back from them, which which drives you on. They enjoy the fish they're doing. They, they enjoy the way we're doing it. The fact that we are sustainably getting fish rather than getting from deep sea trawlers this is all from inshore vessels so I mean we've got two boats of our own but this is I mean obviously from a few other boats in the harbour so we can get a nice uh, assortment together as in different lines. Why is it so much better for fishing to go inshore? The, the rules are a lot different there is quoted we are quoted on a lot of fish but the, the, the quote is, is it's, it's a very good way of monitoring fish. You've got to monitor fish regardless. The trouble is with, with the deep sea vessels, I used to work on them, and the point is is these vessels are a lot of money. They've got a lot of expenses. They've got to turn over a certain amount of money every 12 to 14 days to keep that boat floating and working. Inshore is slightly different. You don't get so many days in, but there's a lot more fish in the inshore industry. 
But on, on a scale of it, you, I mean, you, you, we've got a niche market, but the, the deep sea is supplying the supermarkets. We're supplying the customers that care about where they're, where they're, they're sourcing their fish from. Mm. I mean, not to say that, that, that some of the supermarkets are not doing really well now, aren't they, on sustainability, in that you can trace where the fish comes from. But presumably with inshore fishing, it takes on a whole new level. This does. A lot of the, I, don't, I can't say a supermarket that buys inshore fish because the, the way we work it, it's, it's quite a lot of processing to do when the fish comes ashore. There's, a quite a, there's still a lot of work to do on the fish. It's a lot of gutting, filleting, you've got to know what you're doing, you've got to know how to look after the fish. Um, the supermarkets really struggle to hold that up. Yeah. They're buying a lot of their stuff in from the markets, already filleted, it's all, all, all blocks, blocks in a market where it's just sent out to them at a certain size, a certain... Uh, price so they know that it's going to cost them that whereas our industry is so up and down they can't work it they just can't because which is great for people it like gives you. us that as I said earlier this niche market where we have got a chance and a lot of customers are getting wiser to it you know so the kind of people who come to your stall are people who are looking for the very best kind of ingredients I'd like to think so because we're day boat fishermen again we're in and out every day the deep sea boats are at sea for 14 days you learn how to look after fish but nothing to say that fish has been from the first part day that you're at sea that fish is still it's not been frozen it's been held at a temperature where it's just on the limit and this is where they can call it fresh it's a play with words it's not fresh yeah talk to me about overfishing the seas yeah well it's i mean it's got to be addressed the trouble is is i don't want to just slam the deep sea industry all the time but as i said earlier they're, they're big boats they need a lot of money to run them but if you go into any big harbours now, you see a lot of these big boats are tied up. There's, there's, there has been dramatic changes in our industry in the last 10 years, where a lot of the big boats... I'd like to say the future is in the inshore industry. The trouble is you're getting is that the, the inshore industry is not big enough to supply the supermarkets, which is good in, in the fact that we can hold on to our niche market. They will always have this... I mean, there'll always be deep-sea trawlers. There will be, because of the nature of the beast, but it's... That, 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 but they'll always be feeding the supermarkets. So could you say that if you were somebody who really cared about the environment, that you really shouldn't buy fish from the supermarkets and you should firstly support the independent fishmongers, but buy inshore fish? You, you should. And, and I like to think no matter where you are in this country, there, there shouldn't be one too far away from you because there's always that excuse that, oh, I haven't got a fishmonger now, he's gone. But the only reason the fishmongers are out of the town is because of the people not using them they need to get back out there and start getting around the shops and shopping I've got a shop and I'll be honest half the reason I'm here as well is to keep my shop going so we, we do need support from from local people talk me through some of the gorgeous fish on right. your stand well at the moment we've got Dover soles are coming in now this sort of time of year spring's good for Dover soles uh, herrings get a nice nice run of herrings at the moment uh, tur- turbots and brewers are always a good seller and then that when they work in the banks, the boys are working the banks about five, six mile off. You always get an assortment of, um, we call it mixed fish, but you're getting lemon, um, lemon soles, turbot, brills. Not a load of a quantity, but enough to keep us going for what we need up here. And if somebody didn't know their way around a fish store, mm-hmm. what should they be looking for? I mean, presumably they can talk to you. Yeah, for exactly that. We're a lot more hands on, so we can talk to the customer and ask them how they want to cook it, are they familiar? You, you can sort of tell within the first few seconds of greeting someone that they're a little bit nervous or a little bit like, they want to do it, but they're a little more... We just say, it's just good fish, just keep it simple. Dover soles, you just skin, skin them off, pan fry them in oil and lemon juice, season it, that's it. And they come back and say, it was amazing. It's 
what it should be. Good fish, you don't have to mess about with it. Yeah. You, you, you're building so much on ingredients. That my, my opinion is, if it's good, the, the quality's good, the freshness is good, keep it simple. Taste the fish that you're eating. Pop down to turnips, get some fantastic vegetables. Absolutely, get a few herbs and that if you want to. But we, I don't... I don't recommend a lot of herbs because you don't want to overpower the flavour of the fish. There's so many different flavours in fish that we catch just on, that, on our shores. What about the look of them? What are you looking for in the eye You've of the fish? You've got to see a sheen. When you look at fresh fish, you want to see a sheen on the fish. It's, it's not just about looking at the eyes because sometimes that can fool you. I mean, obviously clear eyes are important, but you look at good, good quality fish, there is not, there's very little odour, you don't smell it. And also, when you look at the, 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 the fish land on the stuff, it looks glistening. It's got a sparkle to it, you know. It's not looking tired and a bit withdrawn, like it's been laying there for a little bit too long. Yeah. The food culture in Britain has changed enormously, largely because people like you are supplying better ingredients. But also, the chefs are asking for that, and you've got a kind of a relationship yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. You, you, you are, it's, it's true. I mean, you are getting this relationship with, with good chefs, and, and you've got to keep your standards up. They know generally what they've got coming in. The only trouble, what I will say, is we do struggle is when the weather's bad. But and a lot of them understand that. You can't. You have to put. You know, explain to your customers. Look, when the weather's bad, there's nothing we can do. When we say the boats ain't left the harbour, that's it. But that's the niche market we're in. That won't ever change. You can't beat the weather. Yeah. Seven years ago, customers would come here and go, "Oh, this looks amazing," and yeah. they may know their fish. But presumably, that footfall is increasing because people are eating out in better restaurants. They're they're getting to know what good food tastes like. And then coming to places like here to ask for it. Yeah, there is that. I mean, we have. I mean, I've, I've got a good brunt of regulars who have stuck with me pretty much from the start, to be honest. And it's about the same, really. On if you level it out on an evil part, even part, it hasn't really, it hasn't risen a lot. But I've, I've still got that brunt of customer there. I say, I know the beauty of London is I've got a lot more um, French, Italian, Spanish. And they, they know their food and they're easy to sell to because they don't walk up and say, how fresh is that? They just go, oh, they just point us how many fish they want. So yeah. it makes the selling side of that very easy. Yeah. People who know food is, is, is quite easy to sell to. Oh, do you need to talk to these lovely customers? Go on, off As Paul gutted his gurnards, he showed off the kind of fishmonger skills that have his customers coming back from them. This is just gutting the, the gurner for the gentleman. Look at surprise of the accent I bet he's in a fish soup with it he's got a couple of kilos of gurners this is great for fish soup it's got a real sweet shellfishy flavour to it they eat a lot of sh- they eat a lot of shrimp and um, little crab so that flavour comes through the fish very rosy yeah exactly that they've got this and these are red gurners you get a red and a grey they're not different species they're the same sort of species of fish but the, the redder ones are certainly sweeter in flavour you just gut them and just take the gills out so it doesn't make it sour. It's a pretty <laughs> gruesome. Gruesome. It That's is. A word. It's a pretty but this is the thing what I was saying earlier about this. They see, they wouldn't have staff in supermarkets to, to do this. Yeah. Which is, as I said, a lot of the fish. I mean, it's coming in boxes into them, but they wouldn't do any processing at all. It's very rare you'll get any fishmongers that. Well, not well, I say fishmongers, but anybody in the supermarket actually processing the fish. Is this Yes, he's got them on the boat. That's it, in the other. That's exactly what I was talking about earlier. We've got some good customers up here. An Italian gentleman, been here before. He said the fish was fantastic last time. He said he'd been to another fish, mung- fish monger. He said he wasn't impressed with the quality. He said, so he's come back here. 
but then he's bought enough there for two, three weeks. That's amazing. I mean, so this is the point. It's seventy pounds. This is the point. Is what I'm saying. But they they know good fish. So he's walked up. He went, oh, souls, do me four. Yeah. He didn't even ask about when were they caught. He said, because he said, I know fish. He said, I see straight away. So as I said earlier, it makes it easy. Yeah. You need to go and serve that lady. Good morning, well. madam. Right, Paul, you're so busy here. I'm going to take up to just another couple of minutes of your time. What do you really want the customer to ask you? To ask where the fish has come from and how it was caught, because that way we can defend our industry and say, right, this is what you need to be buying. This is from inshore vessels. A lot of us, it's netted, so it's not being trawled. It's just asking the questions, really. And is it deep sea? But, I mean, as I said earlier, it's, it's, it's quite easy to distinguish because of the quality of the fish that you're selling. Good fish sells itself. But it is asking, it was saying earlier about this traceability, I don't want to slam supermarkets, but, but we need support from local customers to keep this going. Like this lady here. Good morning, madam. <laughs> That's okay. Uh-huh. Is that cooked up? No, alive. Oh, no, I don't. I do not have any kitchen. Ah, sorry. sorry, madam. A French woman without there a kitchen. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Other top tips. Um, do you want people to ask you how to cook them? Yes. Yeah, because we're full of knowledge as well. I mean, I love cooking myself. I was fortunate when I used to cook on the deep sea trawlers. But be amazed. I mean, we have to eat three big meals a day. But fishermen are very sort of, I don't want to use the word heathens, but a lot of them eat burgers and things. They, <laughs> you put fish in front of them and they're a bit like, oh, don't eat fish. <laughs> but I mean, I, I've, I've experienced it as cooking in the catering industry as well, which gives me a lot of skills. But you learn a lot from your regular customers. Because you love to you interact with them. You, what are you doing with this this week, and what are you doing with that? And you pick up great tips from your, yeah, local, from, your so. from your regulars. Give us an example of, of something you learned recently from a, from a customer. Um, we're talking about hake, salt baked hake, and I tried I tried it two weeks ago. Absolutely amazing. There's a recipe for salt baked bass, which is uh, you just gut the bass whole, leave the scales on, and you you put it in a roasting tin, bake it in salt, about a kilo of salt. It sounds like it's going to really dry it out. It does totally the opposite. It keeps it really moist. It works the same with hake steaks. You need to do it on a smaller scale. And trust me, you just get, cover it in salt, leave the scales on, and it's a chunk of hake, and it just absolutely falls apart. It was amazing. Uh, just about half a kilo, because it wasn't it wasn't but a big enough Sea salt, fish. rock salt. But whatever you want. Whichever the cheapest you can get, really. Because yeah. you're only going to pat it down, and you serve that in a tomato risotto. It was incredible. Honestly, and I'll do that again. <laughs> You're right there, Treacle. Thanks for listening to the Borough Market podcast. You can find much more about the traders and the market by going to boroughmarket.org.uk. And while you're there, do subscribe to the podcast. We'll see you next week for more stories behind the stalls at London's most famous market.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.